Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Well, thank you, Paul, for kicking us off, and welcome, everyone, to another edition of Demand Gen Radio. You know, when I plan the editorial calendar for the show, I think, who can I have on the program that will teach you something insightful and impactful to make you a better marketer? And today, we are diving into the innovations in direct mail. Yes, innovations in direct mail. And who best for that? Uh, Daniel Gogler is the chief marketing officer at PFL. And PFL stands for Print for Less. And they are a marketing technology company that provides sales enablement and marketing automation solutions for tactile marketing. And that's a term we're going to dive into today. Uh, in a nutshell, PFL is a print-on-demand mailing and fulfillment services firm, and their technology plugs into marketing automation systems like Eloqua, Marketo, and Salesforce, among others. Awesome, right? We're going we're gonna to talk about that in great depth today. Uh, well, I am, I have to say, intimately familiar with PFL because my company, DemandGen.com, has been helping our clients integrate their solutions for Eloqua and Marketo, and we are also a client ourselves of as uh, of PFL. So if you're doing email marketing today and who's not, right, this is going to be an eye-opening session on how you can and should integrate direct mail into your programs. And I don't just mean printed pieces like cards and letters. We're going to talk about the incredible innovations in direct mail. All right, now let's talk about my guest, Daniel Gogler. What a great guy and a tremendous reputation for being an entrepreneurial-minded marketer. Uh, he joined PFL about 11 years ago in 2005, and he's really leveraged his strategic and hands-on approach to business to propel this company's growth, which is they've had just phenomenal growth over the last several years. Um, he discovered his old passion for business and marketing in college when he started developing websites for local businesses and helping them get found online. And uh, he's got a bachelor's degree from Montana State University in business marketing with a strong emphasis in computer science, which is really the perfect blend for the modern marketer. And Daniel, I did the same, uh, by the way. And he credits his uh, growing up on a cattle ranch in central Montana, and I can picture that, uh, helping him develop an early appreciation for rolling up your sleeves and getting the job done. And uh, when he's not at work, he enjoys refereeing high school basketball uh, basketball and uh, boating, water sports, spending time with your wife, Kelly, and your yellow lab, Daisy May. So, Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you? Excellent. Uh, David, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with uh, the Man Gen uh, radio crowd. Well, it is good to have you, and I, like I said, want to come up with a topic that uh, is really insightful. And so we're going to jump right in, and I want to ask you know the guy who knows this answer the best, and why is direct mail, you think, all of a sudden back in vogue? Very, very uh, huge growth, and uh, let's start there. Yeah, you know, I think it, it's kind of funny why there's a resurgence in, in direct mail. Um, it was kind of the forgotten channel. Uh, you know, when I got into marketing, uh, you know, it was not the um, channel that was a, a, a go-to anymore. You know, all the digital uh, marketing channels were really uh, coming on board, um, and there was this drastic shift because it was easier to implement um digital marketing. Um, it was easier to track it. It was easier to prove our value. Um, and it was highly effective. Um, and we were able to do some cool new things. So it was kind of that shiny object. 
And you know, and then you combine that with then you know later on the Great Recession hits, and a lot of us said direct mail is expensive, and we're not sure exactly how we measure or how we track it, and you know we saw people pull back from their direct mail efforts. But today, what we're seeing is is, is huge resurgence um, in direct mail, and that's because. We as consumers, we want more of an interaction with the, the, these brands, and our digital inboxes are fuller than ever. So cutting through that clutter uh, has just became harder. And you know, having a tactile channel um, to communicate with people and actually think about what that message is on that channel um, is is a great way to. Uh, to cut through that clutter. So it's, uh, and, and we deploy technology to it, we're able to make direct mail more effective um, than ever before. Yeah, you know, I, I like to describe you guys, we talked a little bit just a moment ago about, you know, who PFL is, but I like to describe you as the the Amazon for direct mail, uh, which you've heard me say a number, number of times to our clients. And, and being a client ourselves, the reason that we jumped on board going back into direct mail was because we could do both print on demand, but also, you know, get your firm to do the fulfillment. So um, not only was direct mail more economical for us because we didn't have to print thousands of pieces or anticipate how many we're going to need of a particular um, item to send out, but we could print on demand through you, but you also could in- inventory and warehouse them. And, uh, you know, it's incredible to see some of the actual items uh, nowadays in, in direct mail. I remember one of the pieces that we did a little while back was a uh, folded card that when you opened it up had a video that played on a monitor and who thought that you could actually do something like that at the kind of economics that you can today. So let's let's talk about innovations and just the items itself. We're going to get into you know what's tactile marketing and talk about some case studies of ways to incorporate it into nurturing and such. But let's talk about just that the items itself and what people what you're seeing people produce nowadays from a creative perspective with uh with direct mail yeah you know so as david mentioned you know direct mail has really became more innovative than ever and that's being driven by uh you know a lot of stuff in printing technology enabled us to do things in units of one and you know, I think that's one of the things that, from an email marketing standpoint, you know, we've all found very, very effective, right? If I can do that uh, one email to that one person that's personalized at the right time, we're going to get a better result. And technology has helped enable us to do that. And with, I love how David puts that as a, the Amazon um, of uh, direct mail marketing. You know, PFL is able to produce those pieces on demand um, that are personalized and delivered as close to real time as we possibly can. And so that's one of the, the biggest innovations. But from a specific product side of things, uh, you know, one of the things is, is a dimensional mail. And I believe a big part of that is uh, who doesn't love getting a package? Uh, you know, when I come to my desk, uh, if I have a FedEx box on my desk, I don't, I don't care if I'm late for my next meeting. I take the FedEx box with me. I want to open it. I want to know it's in there, um, it, it, particularly if I don't know if it's not something I just uh, ordered or requested. Uh, so I think that, that dimensional piece, you know, that package, uh, really plays to uh, uh, the emotional uh, part of people when they, they receive that. And there's a bunch of brain science around that. And uh, because of the technology, we're able to produce those uh, boxes and the, the personalization on those in a, a different way than ever before. There's also a lot of other, uh, um, you know, it's, it's interesting to think of direct mail as a technology, but there's a lot of other technologies built into direct mail today. And, you know, at 
at the base level, we have uh, you know personalized URL, URLs or pearls, um, QR codes, and that that can connect it with our digital channels, our websites, um, and other uh, interactive experiences. Uh, but there's also conductive inks. You know, so these are inks that uh, conduct electricity. So you can make interactive pieces that can uh, be connected to a battery and light up and do all sorts of crazy things. Uh, there's scratch and sniff, which isn't a new technology, but to be able to do it um, uh, on a scalable and, and level for marketers, it, it, it's, it's new technology to be able to do that. And then even augmented reality, uh, you know, and so if you haven't experienced an augmented reality, there's some pretty cool uh, print examples of this where you when you receive a direct mail piece, you can put your hold up your phone with an app, um, and the piece comes alive. Uh, and a good example I've, I've seen is a, a furniture catalog. Uh, someone being able to take that couch and you hold it up, and then you're able to move your phone and put that couch in your room, and it's like it's there. Um, so that virtual reality, that augmented reality, has has a lot of uh, uses in marketing. And then you know the video pieces, being able to embed technology right in there. You know the the cost has came down on LCD screens and the memory. So now we can put a video um, to engage our audience in a, in a channel that will engage them. So the the sky's really the limit um, from an innovation standpoint on what you, how you can integrate technology or create high impact pieces to to reach those customers. So so marketers want to get outside the inbox. We want to you know get stuff on people's desks that they're excited to open, and when they open it. Uh, there, these real innovations in terms of everything that you just mentioned make the items more engaging. You know, if if it's just letter packs and cards and stuff, I mean, sure, those have been around forever. But now that you can have direct mail that is so engaging and really tap the creative side of marketing uh, and you combine technology with high creative, you know, gets gets people not only to, to open it and review it, but um, but remember it. And that was how I experienced those LCD screens, um, the little screens, as I got an invitation to a LinkedIn event, and I watched it. And, and I not only wanted to go to the event because it looked like an interesting event, but I told, I don't know how many people about this really cool piece of direct mail that I got, and then we started experimenting with it. And, you know, both our firms have worked together for a long time now, and so when we did some of the conferences out in Las Vegas, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to send uh, thank you gifts and such and do that on demand. And that's why I call you guys the Amazon because I'm a big Amazon, uh, you know, Prime user at home, and when I want to order something on demand, I can order it, and it will ship out and gets there, you know, in two days. And so to be able to do that from a marketing perspective is is really uh, incredible that we have that amount of flexibility and, and um, cost savings. Let's do this. I I want to jump into tactile marketing, and why don't we just talk a little bit about the term, and then let's come back and talk a little bit about um, some use cases. So I I think you guys have trademarked and invented the term tactile marketing. Tell me where that came from and what it means. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so so tactile marketing animation, when we came up with this name, uh, really it was because we wanted to set a precedence that this is different than just direct mail as, pe- as marketers have traditionally thought of it. Um, one, uh, there's you know, people think a direct mail is old, um, and it's not the, the the new thing to do. And so we wanted to reframe the, this conversation around uh, tactile marketing automation, but it's also because it's very different than traditional direct mail. Um, and we wanted to be clear that this isn't just a, a, a different way to send. Uh, it's not just a different way to order print through your marketing automation or your CRM, but it's also uh, uh, more like marketing auto- uh, automation was to email. Um, it's about using, uh, integrating with your data source and using that data to determine when you should trigger it. Um, it 
from your CRM or from your marketing, you know, database to say this behavioral uh, piece or this uh, action is when I should be sending something. So it's data-driven in real time. Uh, and then it also is uh, integrated with your other uh, marketing channels. So it's integrated with your email, it's integrated with your social, it's integrated with your sales team. It doesn't run off in a silo. Um, and that was one of the biggest barriers we saw with uh, traditional direct mail, you know, is it was it was ran over here and then our digital marketing was ran over here and then sales was over here. And so tactile marketing automation is uh, the integration with your marketing automation platform or CRM and it's also the, the integration with your other marketing programs uh, to really enhance that customer journey and, and, and to, to drive results. Cool. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break, uh, and we want to come right back and dive into that a little bit deeper because I know a lot of people who tune into the program use marketing automation systems and are using Salesforce. So let's take a quick break. We are uh, here with Daniel Gogler, CMO of PFL, and we will be right back. Have you ever felt that you're not getting the most out of your marketing automation system? Well, you're not alone. But there is an answer an award-winning agency called DemandGen that can not only get your team out of batch-and-blast mode, but turn your team into high-performance marketers that drive more revenue and have the kind of results you're looking for. They also have a marketing dashboard to show it. Experts in Marketo, Eloqua, Salesforce, and dozens of other top marketing technology, the folks at DemandGen have helped hundreds of the top marketing teams around the country, and they can do the same for you. So stop feeling stressed. Check out their services at demandgen.com, just like it sounds, demandgen.com. And while you're there, be sure and visit their resource section, which is chock full of videos, free templates, and downloadable guides, all of which will help you be a better marketer. If you need a team that will get you to the next level, there's one waiting. They're just a click away. Demandgen.com. Thank you, Paul. We are back with Daniel Gogler, CMO at PFL.com, and we've been talking about innovations in direct mail. And let's pick up, Daniel, right where we left off, and we were talking about the term tactile marketing. So let's get into use cases. Talk to me about – I'll give some examples of what we're doing here. Uh, as I mentioned, we're a client, but give me some examples of where you're seeing tactile marketing used across your client base. Yeah, so I think it's important to think of tactile marketing automation in the context of what is your overall marketing strategy and what are your objectives. Uh, you know, we don't think of email marketing as, uh, well, I should only use that for uh, onboarding customers or only for demand gen. We think about how that impacts the overall customer journey and what are our objectives. And that's where you should think about where you should deploy uh, a tactile touch. Uh, where does it make sense to have that high impact? It, it's a more expensive touch so, touch, so where does it make sense to integrate that into your, your campaign? So typically, you know, we see that really heavily on the demand gen side. Um, that's where marketers spend a lot of our dollars, you know, acquiring new customers. And it can be a really, really effective channel to, uh, to get that for initial first impression and get that ball rolling to, to pipe a new opportunity. Um, but there's also a lot of great examples of how you can use this in, in onboarding um, or in sales enablement. And uh, I think we'll talk a little bit more about the, those uh, coming up. Uh, um, but uh, it's really coming back to what is your objective and where does it make sense to have a high impact, a little more costly touch, that, but to really make a, um, an impact in that customer journey. 
you know, you guys have a, uh, a book, a little book called the Tactile Marketing Automation Idea Book, and it's got some really great ideas in there. So it's something that people can, uh, I'm sure, go to your site and get a copy of, right? You guys practice what you preach. Um, what we've been doing, so we use marketing automation here at DemandGen. So we practice what we preach as well. Uh, we've got Salesforce as our CRM system. And two of the programs that we have implemented at first when we brought you guys on board is one for new customers and one for new employees. So we've been doing a lot of growth over the last several years. And every time we bring on a new employee, a lot of them work out of their homes. They um, are, you know, our headquarters in San Ramon, but they work out of their homes. And we want that very first day for the employee that just started with us to have a very special experience, kind of like what you were talking about. You know, something shows up on their doorstep and they're excited by it. So they get a big box that you guys ship for them. And inside that box is all kinds of swag and stuff for their very first day at the office, kind of like the first day of school experience, but a heck of a lot more exciting. And uh, what we do is we have a, call it a nurture program, inside of our marketing automation system. And when we have a new employee uh, that we add to our CRM and have their start date, it just funnels right into that program. And then the program handles the uh, trigger to send the uh, unit uh, over to you guys for a request to send. And we can actually see it from within the marketing automation system that it's been sent. We can see when it's delivered because you guys closed the loop there. So that's one program that we built. And we've done the same thing, same type of program design for a new client. So when we bring on a new client and we uh, have in our CRM the identified key contacts, when our contract is signed, that triggers a workflow back into the marketing automation system. And we send out a uh, welcome kit to these these new employees. And so we've now that we've got that experience building a couple programs, we're using it in many many different ways: post show, post event, uh, leading up to invitations and that type of stuff for our high touch events. What are uh, what are some other ideas? I mean, you've got a bunch in your idea book, but are you seeing some some common patterns that people in your marketing automation base are using? Yeah, I, you know, I think so. Uh, ABM, you know, the buzzword of uh, 2016, you know, so using tactile marketing automation in there um, and other demand gen programs. And the reason we're seeing uh, a high interest in, in using tactile marketing in that instance is a lot of times the prospects are a little colder, so you have to figure out how to get out in front of them. And so Invoca is one of our customers, and they've uh, done a phenomenal job of this, uh, of integrating uh, the multiple touches across their target accounts to figure out how they can have a um, – Move those make those uh, target accounts opportunities, and so you know they send a, a few uh, different emails early on, and if they don't get engagement with those emails, then they send uh, a, a, a tactile piece. And the beauty of that is when that, as David mentioned, when that piece is uh, sent and delivered, uh, it also is integrated with their marketing automation platform, so they then know that. Uh, they can trigger the next action. So they can coordinate uh, an email uh, drop as uh, right as soon as that box lands as well. And so they send this nice dimensional piece. Uh, it's really interactive as a calculator, a pen, and a worksheet for calculating ROI. Um, and as soon as that piece lands, you know, they're, they're, they then send an email and say, hey, you got this, uh, and has this, uh, this piece. It has the same call to action, so it makes it really easy for them to respond. And plus, if you just got a package from someone, you're very likely, and you see an email from them, you're very likely to open it. And then in addition to that, they also integrate with their uh, Salesforce uh, team so that the, their, their sales team knows that that package is delivered as well, and they can also make a well-placed call right around that. So that, that integrated, those connecting those channels, um, you know, in an ABM uh, 
manner or in a demand gen manner um, is really one of the, the biggest use cases that we're seeing. Yeah, we've got another uh, mutual client, uh, Medtronic, right? They're a customer of yours and customer of ours. We've helped them with uh, the deployment of their marketing automation system and building out all their nurturing and scoring programs. And this past year, one of the programs that we jointly worked on was for their samples, right? They're like a $28 billion medical devices company, and they are using you guys for when people go to their site uh, and request uh, a sample, a device. So, you know, for example, if people have, uh, you know, type 1 diabetes and they uh, want to get, um, uh, you know, a sample of what the, you know, insulin pumps and devices look like, you know, how would a company like Medtronic normally be able to fulfill that? And so they can um, f- do some of that fulfillment uh, with you guys, you know, taking a web form submission and doing a qualification off their site and then triggering a send. So let's um, let's dig into the marketing automation and technology a little bit more because I really want the audience to understand how this is is happening. And as you know, uh, PFL and Demand Gen, we put a an integration offering together so that when someone signs on board with you and they're using something like Marketo or Eloqua, we can help them do that deployment and get them up and running in a very short period of time. So to break that down, you know, Daniel, what what uh, what we've experienced is there's really a couple different things. One is helping the marketing team figure out where they can insert direct mail into their marketing programs, which to me is a, you know, there's so many different possibilities that you just need to pick a starting point. And you mentioned, you know, top of funnel demand generation. Uh, and I would encourage folks to think about, you know, both upper funnel, of course, but also lower funnel and what you can do for your your customer. So how do how do you get it set up? And that is something like this. So once we have identified where that program is that we want to incorporate direct mail, then comes the integration. So both of the marketing automation systems, Eloqua and Marketo, they have the cloud connector ability or the integration off of LaunchPoint to tie in PFL. And we set up that configuration, make sure that we map over the address fields and the linkage so that the sending of the devices or the item and the uh, delivery of that all gets tracked back to the system and set up campaign uh, attribution. That's pretty straightforward for us. We've done that now a lot of times and continuing to do that. Um, I think you guys have something like probably close to 100 Marketo clients that are that are using PFL and dozens of Eloqua clients and more and more each day on both sides. You also have a tool, which I haven't actually seen us deploy yet, which is more of a sales enablement tool, and that is uh, your Swag IQ. So take us through that, explain that that tool, because marketers might want to make this right available to the sales team to enable them to do direct mail as well. Yeah, so you know, direct mail is a highly effective channel as we discussed earlier, and uh, marketers aren't the only people that send stuff out, right? Uh, so the need we saw here, and this is something that we've done internally for a long time at PFL, um, mostly on the customer um, rewards and customer retention side of things, um, but we built a tool for Salesforce that's, that's for salespeople. Um, and what it enables a salesperson to do is uh, to quickly and easily uh, send a gift or a white paper, um, personalize it with a, a, a note card, with a headshot or signature, whatever they'd like, um, and send that out to their customers. And when that's delivered, they get the same notification um, as well So that we talked about on the market animation side. So that gets delivered um, within 15 minutes back in Salesforce. A task is created that, hey, uh, your prospects 
uh, just got the the white paper you sent or the mug, and it's just a different. It's another way to uh, give your sales team a tool to engage. Uh, marketers love it because it allows them to control a little bit what salespeople are sending out. Uh, they don't have people raiding their swag closet. Um, it's also they don't get a spreadsheet from sales saying, "Hey, can you please send all this stuff out?" Um, so it just makes it really easy. Uh, we can also uh, prompt our salespeople the best times to do it with the tool. So it also has a rules engine so you can uh, tell your salespeople, hey, uh, so-and-so's birthday's coming up. Maybe you want to send them a gift. Um, in, you know, birthday's coming up in 10 days. Um, or, uh, you know, hey, this deal's been stalled for 30 days. Maybe, uh, you know, it could use a, a, a something to push it over the edge to start getting that deal moving forward. Cool. Well, so many innovations taking place in marketing today. It's really, it's, I was, it's, it's the best time to be in marketing. Um, but that is going to do it for, for this week's episode of Demand Gen Radio, Daniel. I want to thank you for joining me from beautiful Montana and sharing just tremendous insights, uh, for our listeners. Thanks, David. It's been a pleasure. If you want to get in touch with Daniel and the PFL team, which I strongly encourage you to get some of the great uh, pieces that they have to, to educate you more on this topic and find out uh, what their service looks like, uh, you can best place is just go to pfl.com. They've got tremendous follow-up, and you can reach out. You can certainly get Daniel on LinkedIn. And uh, a replay of today's episode is going to be posted on Monday on demandgenradio.com. And so also be sure to join us for the next episode, which is on September 15th, where we're going to dig into the world of predictive marketing. And I'm going to have my guest, John Barra, who's the president of Mintigo on that show. Another hot topic. You mentioned ABM, Daniel, and predictive is right up there with uh, the the other hot topics of the year. So we're going to dig into that. If you, uh, if listeners, if you guys have a topic you want me to cover, just drop me a note at radio at demandgen.com. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. This is your host, David Lewis, saying farewell and reminding you to make marketing matter most in your organization. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.